Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about Superbook in a second, but uh, before we get into headlines, I, I got to be honest. I think this is so fun, and it's one of those things where I never thought I'd be this kind of guy but when you have a daughter and she just bats her eyes and she's like, Daddy, can I put makeup on you? And you're like, it melts your heart. And I'm like, fine, fine. And then she starts laughing because this is what my daughter did to me last night. And she she has me sit down and she's like, I'm going to make you look hideous. <laughs> ah, nine-year-olds. <laughs> it's so funny. I posted the video on Facebook, if you go to facebook.com slash podcast, it, it's funny because I didn't, I didn't want to see it until, you know, I had the video recording because she's like, we got to put this on video. It'd be funny. And I'm like, fine. I don't want to peek in the mirror until I see it on camera. So when you see my reaction, that's my first time I've seen my, 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 my unibrow, and I'm not going to spoil the rest. It's funny, though. I don't know. Ladies, I don't know how you stand putting makeup on. It drives me freaking nuts. I can't stand the feeling, one, of just painting on my face, uh, of doing stuff. And then, two, just like it just makes my face feel just the temperature's not right, okay? Listen, I, I have sensitive skin. I don't get it. Don't get it. My kids are off of school this week. So after I'm done with this, uh, we're going to go to boondocks, which is a little amusement park that has go-karts, bowling, putt-putt, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. So that should be a lot of fun. And thankfully it's nothing that has anything that spins because if it's anything that spins, I'm going to vomit. So we dodged a bullet there because there's nothing worse than when you go to like an amusement park. We have Elages here in Colorado in the Denver area. And they have like those little kind of like Disney World or whatever where they have those uh, spinny cups. If I go on those, I will vomit and I'll be useless the rest of the day. I I, I can't. I can kind of get through a roller coaster, but I've passed out on those before, <laughs> which is sad. I, I could never be a pilot. I could never be a pilot unless it was like a, you know, a hot air balloon. Although then I'm, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I'd be fucked. I'd be so fucked. Hey, you know what's going to make your day better is if you go check out Superbook Sports because they're changing the game. And you could win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. Uh, football's done, but you got basketball, you got hockey, you got baseball right around the corner. So you need to check them out because win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 as long as you use promo code MILEHIGH. So download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. So go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Man, there's always somebody trying to sue some big corporation. 
A Rockland County man is suing McDonald's after he said an errant slice of cheese on his Big Mac almost killed him back in February of 2021. But he still eats McDonald's from time to time. But it will only order a plain burger and doesn't eat out like he used to. This is what he said. I've been back to McDonald's. His name's Charles Olson. Olson. And apparently he has a severe milk allergy. But I, this is what he said. I no longer trust McDonald's to follow any uh, spe- specifics such as not including cheese. Because back in 2021, when he got his order, there wasn't any cheese that he ordered on there. He even has the receipt. says no cheese. And when he opened it up just to make sure, sure enough, no cheese. So he ate it. Then he went into shock. What is that? Uh, anaphylactic shock. And he got rushed to the hospital. They said he got very close to death because he's that allergic. He's that allergic. And he knew that before he ate at McDonald's. And now he's trying to sue McDonald's. Here's my problem with that. As somebody that used to work in fast food joints, is if you have that big of an allergy, you need to make sure everybody knows that's making your food that you have that big of an allergy. I don't blame McDonald's on this because nowhere on that receipt does it say anything about allergies. I remember... When I worked at Quiznos, or not Quiznos, it was uh, Chipotle in in Thornton area. And this dude would always come in in the off time. And at first I was like, why does he do that? But he he would always come in at, say, like 1.30 or 2, and that's when his lunchtime was. And the reason why is because he was severely allergic to wheat, whatever the hell that's called. But he was, like, legit. But... He was very kind about it, and he would say, hey, uh, can you guys change out your boards, your cutting boards, and your utensils? It was really kind of annoying, but I get it uh, because apparently when you talk to him, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, my airways will close up and like all this stuff. So he his thing was, if you could just do it that way, I should be good. Uh, I always wondered, though, like, we don't change out the food because, like, let's say this, this, uh, the spoon that was in, let's say, the meat, that touches tortilla that has whatever he's allergic to in it. And then we put that back in the meat. So I, I don't understand, like, how that all works, but apparently he was fine. But he was, what I'm saying is, though, he was very upfront about it and said, listen, here's the thing. I'm I want to eat here. It's your off it's your downtime. Can you make sure that whatever I'm allergic to doesn't get in there to the best of your ability? And we accommodated him. We took it seriously. It was kind of annoying, but ultimately we're like whatever. The guy's nice, so we'll we'll deal with it. This guy does everything I've read about it. It's like he's just like, "Hey, no cheese on that burger." Okay. <laughs> Guess what happens in the back? Because if somebody goes, oh, shit, he said no cheese. Well, just scrape it off. Scrape it off. It's fine. They didn't know that they had an allergy. So I blame this guy for it and not the the employees. You disagree with me? You can suck a bag of dicks. (laughs) I said suck a bag of dicks instead of eat a bag of dicks. But, 
hopefully you're not allergic. But uh, I, I just, I don't see how that's their problem if he didn't address the severity of why no cheese should be on there. Because they're, they're assuming that he just doesn't prefer cheese. My wife will throw up if she eats an onion. But guess what? If you accidentally put onion on something and you scrape it off, most likely she's, she's going to be fine. She's not going to throw up. But she doesn't go into shock about it. So it, it's, I don't know, you let me know. Maybe you have a severe food allergy and let me know how you address that. And we can bring that up in a, in a future episode to huff podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at the huff podcast, because the way I'm looking at it is if I had like a peanut allergy or a cheese allergy or whatever it is, I'm making sure I don't die on a regular basis. And if I'm going into a restaurant, I need to make sure that they know, Hey guys, just so you know, I am deadly, uh, you know, allergic to this specific thing. Oh, shoot. Okay. Okay. And then the cashier will go and tell everybody involved, make sure this guy will die. Blood's on your hands, Carlos. And he's like, oh, fuck, man. I don't, I don't okay. But Todd's the one that makes it. Oh, well, either way, both of you, <laughs> you're both fucked if he dies. Okay. Let them know. That's on him. This is crazy. I guess this kind of goes with if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But this is, I don't know if this is cheating. I don't know if this is cheating. Apparently, dart players uh, became very irate when their opponent decided when they're playing to just rip out some nasty-ass stinky farts. (laughs) And they're calling it Fartgate. I think that's hilarious. What are you going to do? You're going to get mad at him? It's not his fault he has gas. Again, this is just people trying to point the finger. Quit pointing the finger. Start pulling the thumb. Okay, if you can't handle that, maybe you shouldn't be in the darts championship. Okay? My God. I think it's funny, too, like with golf. Have you ever gone? I'm not a huge golfer. I just think it's funny to make fun of golfers. Because some of you, some of you, are so sensitive when people whisper or are walking you know when you're you're making a shot it's like come on you guys are soft as butter golfers could you please be quiet i've tried to golf no <laughs> let me hold on i gotta make a phone call i did that once not knowing the etiquette of golf i was just like it's a sport come on you should be fine you should be able to hit the ball when somebody's talking in the background just like in darts, you should be able to throw a dart at a board even if somebody rips a nasty fart. Come on. Bunch of softies here. What's that smell? <laughs> it's called competition, bitch. <laughs> if you see your opponents, you know, eating a bunch of Mexican food or uh, other, like, just greasy cheeseburgers and whatnot, maybe you need to stuff up your nose stick some plugs up your nose you'll be fine you don't need to smell in order to throw darts do you no you don't you don't this is bizarre and hilarious all wrapped up in one three-time olympic medalist from australia shane rose got in a lot of trouble by the olympic committee 
because he wore a skimpy fluorescent orange outfit. If you remember the movie Borat, Borat uh, did this in the movie where he, but I think it was like yellow or green. But anyway, this guy, Shane Rose, came out riding on his horse because he's doing equestrian stuff. And he came out for this pre-competition, you know, hey, meet and greet type of thing where they were encouraged to wear extraordinary costumes. Well, he offended everybody because he's out there in his, his like skimpy outfit, his one piece. <laughs> if you remember what Borat wore, it's basically a giant thong. But here's what's crazy. Like, he might get booted from the Olympics because of this. And it's not like his junk was hanging out. I mean, come on. He rides horses. It's probably pretty tiny. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. If anybody knows the size of equestrian uh, jockeys, uh, uh, you know, penile area, it's me. <laughs> come on. Who doesn't know this? I have no idea. He's probably hung like a horse, right? But I think that's a little silly. You told them to wear extraordinary costumes. And now you're like, whoa, that's a little too extraordinary. <laughs> I could see his ball sack. And apparently he's circumcised. Oh, good for him. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, come on. You encourage it. Then you're like, nah, no. I meant like a silly hat. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the thing. Nobody has a sense of humor anymore. I think that's hilarious. If anything, I want this guy to go in the Olympics, and now I'm more interested in him. You guys should be uh, putting him up on a pedestal wearing that giant fluorescent thong. <laughs> if we can all gather around one Olympian this year, it's three-time Olympic medalist from Australia, Shane Rose. That's who we need to support, okay? Because what you know what he said? This is my body. I do what I want. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Good for him. You know what he is? Oh, la, la. Oh, King in the castle. King in the castle. Have a chair. I have a chair. <laughs> oh, go do this. Go do this. King right? in the castle. <laughs> he is king of the castle. I love it. Very nice. <laughs> I didn't have that soundbite ready to go, but yeah, good for him. I think that's ridiculous. If he doesn't get a, a play in the Olympics, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. He should be able to compete. And if I'm him, in my downtime, I'm wearing that fluorescent orange outfit all around the Olympic Village. You know why? Because all the Olympic Village is is like a giant orgy. That's all I've heard. Because, you know, they dump like barrels and barrels of condoms there so everybody can bang. Yes, it's quite nice. I've once attended the, the, the Olympics myself. Oh, I didn't know, Connery, that you were an Olympian. Who said anything about being, me being an Olympian? I was just banging the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. I get it. I get it. I do. I do. Hey, we got more coming your way, including the mailbag that is wide open. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue. I call it legit barbecue because there is nothing better in the state of Colorado when it comes to barbecue than Sugar Fire. 
144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. Follow them on social media. It's amazing. At Sugar Fire Westie. They have amazing entrees that are just going to blow your mind. I think the one today was like a fried okra burger. And it just made my my mouth water. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I don't, I've never had fried okra, but now I want to because just how beautiful the picture was. So again, check them out at Sugarfire Westy, especially on Instagram and Facebook. But they have amazing entrees, whether it's their daily special or just their regular food items. Like they got brisket, they got burgers, they got turkey. My daughter always gets a turkey sandwich. It's just so good. There's so many great things on on the menu, including their specialty sides, because when you think of barbecue, you got to go with the sides. So they got brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, hash brown casserole, red hot cinnamon applesauce, smashed loaded potatoes, brisket mac and cheese, tater tots. Oh, the French fries. My kids just melt when they when we go in there and they get we got to get French fries, dad. They're like, okay, super good. They got super slaw. Broccoli ranch, uh, ranch salad, cucumber salad, and my personal favorite, the fried pickles. I almost said the effing, but I didn't. I didn't. So good. And don't forget about their sauces. They got St. Louis sweet, Texas hot. They got coffee. They got Carolina mustard and white barbecue. All legit. And all on their own are just fantastic. Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly. It's perfect for date night. And they even do catering, whether it's for a business meeting or a family event. Sugar Fire in Westminster is your catering go-to. So check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. Go ahead and follow them on uh, on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Speaking of food, I saw this, and a lot of people are a little upset about it. But it's funny. I'm not the one that did this survey. Jesus, people like act like I did the survey. Excuse me as I blew snot up my nose. This is according to, oh, I lost it. It's, um, oh, whatever, clever. Clever real estate, whatever. They, they take a bunch of data from around the United States on what people order and when it comes to pizza. And, and they, they also, they take into account price. They take into account Yelp reviews as well as, uh, I believe, Google reviews. So they tr- they're trying to tell you, like, what's the, the best cities in the United States for pizza? Where do you think let's let's just do I'll I'll go real quickly starting from the top 10. Number 10 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Number 9 Detroit, Michigan. Number 8 Washington DC. Number 7 Hartford, Connecticut. Number 6 San Francisco. Number 5 San Diego, which in German of course means a whale's vagina. Number 4 Philadelphia. Number 3 Boston. Number two, Buffalo, New York. And number one, and this is what blindsided everybody, Denver, Colorado. I know. I know. This is what they said. Denver is an America, uh, is America's best city for pizza. Pizza restaurants in the Colorado capital average 4.05 stars out of five on Yelp. 
one of the highest averages in the country. Buying a cheese pizza each week for a year in Denver requires 1.03% of a medium or median annual income, 30% less than the income required in the average city we reviewed. So that that's the thing is like they have good reviews and it doesn't cost a whole bunch. So it, it was pretty wild when I posted that on social media yesterday because people are like, I'll respectfully disagree. They're not saying it's the tastiest, but I guess when you look at Yelp reviews, they kind of are. So suck on that one. (laughs) By the way, the worst place uh, that I don't remember what order these go. Memphis, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, Cincinnati, Charlotte, uh, Salt Lake City, Raleigh, Houston, Louisville, and Kansas City. All horrible for pizza. Here's what's what I thought was hilarious, though. 46 to 48% of the Western United States are fine with pineapple on their pizza. So, meh. I love pineapple on pizza. And what's funny is if you, every now and then we'll do this. We'll do uh, pizza, but instead of marinara sauce, you get like barbecue sauce on there. Oh, as long as they don't overdo it on the barbecue sauce. But a good, a, a normal layer of sauce, but it's barbecue. You add uh, pineapple, and then you do like Canadian bacon. It's freaking phenomenal. And listen, if you're judging me, eat a dick, <laughs> okay? I don't care because it's delicious. Where I, I posted on my Facebook page, where where's the best place? And the, like everybody has their own special place. And what I like is. It's not like Domino's or Pizza Hut. Everybody has their like, okay, if I want a good slice of pizza, where am I going to go? I want to go back to original pizza in Broomfield. When I grew up right there, and it's off of Midway, uh, just east of, of 287. And that's a good, good little place. Family-owned, just legit pizza. I, I like it. I like it. I haven't had it in years. And I need to go take my kids there because growing up, my buddies and I would go in there and just hammer a slice of, of pizza. But yeah, if you got a if you got a place, man, that you got to go with it. Sliceworks is pretty good. There's one near my house now up in Thornton, but those are they got one down in Denver and stuff. Those are usually really good. So yeah, I I think that's cool. I think that's cool for for Colorado. I mean, I know everybody Everybody has a hard-on for Chicago and whatever. No, they're not even in the top 10 because they're a bunch of arrogant dicks, okay? That there, I said it. I said it. I didn't want to, but here I am. But Buffalo, Buffalo, New York was number two. So, I mean, I, I guess it's not too far off. But New York City was ranked 15th. But you got to think part of the equation, though, is cost. So there you go. A large, by the way, a large pepperoni pizza averages in New York City $33.65. Holy shit. No wonder it's so low. Drop your prices, New York. <laughs> God. Man. That's wild. Holy cow. By the way, the best city for Hawaiian pizza, 
Las Vegas, Sicilian Pizzas, Louisville, Kentucky, Neapolitan Pizza, Milwaukee, Greek, Hartford, Connecticut, Wood-Fired Pizza, Seattle, Washington, followed by uh, St. Louis, Tomato Pie, Buffalo, then Philly, Veggie Pizzas. I love a good veggie pizza. San Francisco, followed up by San Jose and Seattle. Breakfast Pizza, I want to try that. Buffalo, New York, and Kansas City. Huh, very cool. I didn't know that there was a such a thing as a breakfast pizza. That sounds fantastic. I love breakfast burritos. So, yeah, count me in. <laughs> count me in. That sounds amazing. Hey, uh, you know what we need to do right now? We need to jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Chris on X. He says, do you and your wife have a list? Okay. I see where he's going here. That if these people were to come on to you and you had a chance to sleep with them and it's like a hall pass, do you guys have that? And if so, who's on your list? First of all, I didn't ask my wife because I didn't want to do, I didn't want the mental damage. I I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to be going down somewhere. I meet a lot of random people. Okay. Covering Super Bowls and whatnot. Maybe one day her and I are at the, the mall. Next thing you know, you see Brad Pitt. And she's like, hey, he's on my list. See you later. We're like, wait, what? 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 <laughs> uh, no. It's Jack Black. He's on her list. <laughs> so she doesn't know this. This is my list, Chris. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley, number one. Number one by a long shot. <laughs> and a letter reads, Dear Casey, Elizabeth Hurley, I'd like to bang her. Uh, n- number two, I guess these aren't in any particular order. Selma Hayek, oh, she's so gorgeous. Natalie Portman. Oof, oof. Mm. And Brie Larson. Oh, oh. I could probably give you a list of like 100. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wink, wink. <laughs> Do you guys have lists? Here's the thing, though. I, as much as I joke about this, and you say, like, oh, these are this is your list, I could never do it. I just, I'm not that guy. I, I'm not, I, I just couldn't live with myself if I, if I did something like that to, to my wife. But I guess in a sense, it's just like, you know, it, it's, it's funny to think about, and well, let's be honest, it helps later in the evening <laughs> when I'm by myself. Ah, hello, Miss Elizabeth Hurley. How are you? <laughs> I joke. I joke. I'm not that guy. I, I seriously, I just, I can't do that. I just, mm, I feel awful. And I, I guess I'm an overthinker. And and that's a good thing, and that's why I'm I'm faithful, is because I just think about like one, it's just like I I couldn't do that to her, and I couldn't do that to my family. So I just, but that being said, that's my list. <laughs> I don't want to go too too serious and all, but yeah. Do you have a list? Do you have a list? I gotta be honest though, it would be difficult if like Elizabeth Hurley, it, it's her and I. 
we're at like some event. Next thing you know, we're stuck in an elevator. Things get crazy. She realizes how uh, amazing my sense of humor is. And she's just like, I've never wanted to bang another man. Uh, wait, another man. <laughs> I've never wanted to bang a man so so bad in my life. She's apparently sounds Australian. <laughs> but anyway, then next one thing led, leads to another. And then I'm having to push her away and say, listen, no. But here's my phone number. Send me nudes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Elizabeth. If you're listening, I apologize. It's weird. I, I, I don't know. I, it is weird. Uh, the damn grill wrote in. Damn grill. Great place to get a bite to eat down in the tech center. He said, hey, are you getting any of those new Trump sneakers? <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I'm not a Trump guy. I got to be honest. I'm not a Biden guy either. They got two old fucks running for president. Jesus. It's, it's horrifying. <laughs> Pick a side. They both suck. And you could be hardcore one way or the other and, and whatever. That's, that's your choice. But looking at what you just sent me, those are $400 shoes and they don't look that great. They got a, like his T on the side and it's gold. I guess maybe they're okay, but for $400, I don't buy anybody's shoe for $400. My shoes on average are about 40 to 50 bucks. And I usually try to get them when they're on sale. I'll go to like the Nike store or wherever because they got one up here at the Denver outlets. I'll go up there. That That's fine. That makes sense to me. But also, it's a political figure. Nobody thinks when you see a political figure, you're like, gosh, I need to wear the shoes that person's wearing. Or I really wish that person would come up with you know, their own shoes. <laughs> Come on. It's ridiculous. But people are buying them. He had like a thousand of them, which is the way you do it. You don't you don't start off with like a million pairs because you got to set yourself up to have that headline of we sold out. So he had, I want to say a thousand pairs and they sold out. Good for good for him. He needs to make up the money. <laughs> but I just, listen, if you buy them, you buy them. Good for you. I mean, that's a lot of money for shoes. It is. That, that, that's, uh, uh-uh. I think the most expensive shoes I ever bought when I was a kid were Matumbos. And I want to say those were like 75 to 80 bucks. And I, it was at the stage of my life as a kid where my feet were growing faster than the rest of my body. And there's somewhere I have a picture of me standing next to my brother in front of our house that we grew up in. And my feet are gigantic in these Matumbos. <laughs> and then, then like, it's the rest of me is, like, so much smaller and skinny. I used to be skinny. I used to be. So it, it's just, those are the most expensive. My brother used to do Air Jordans and stuff like that. But he was a, he was a, he was an actual good basketball player whereas i i am not i'm if i play basketball with you i play prison rules and the reason why i do that is because i'm not very good i will be the you know round mound of rebound right you know like charles barkley that's that's my style of rebounding him in dennis rodman style 
where I will get the rebound and I will do whatever. I will use my weight. I will use my butt. I will use anything and everything I can to get the rebound and I will piss you off, but I will not take a shot. <laughs> I won't. I'm, I, I will pass it along. They're like, Scott, you're wide open. Take the, take it to the hole. Nah, nah. I'm good. I'm good. I played against Alfred Williams once a long time ago, a long time ago. And I don't remember. We were at some rec center and it was me, you know, trying to, you know, I was feeling cocky. I was like, I'll, I'll take Alfred one-on-one. Keep in mind, he's like six foot six, something like that. And especially at the time he was pretty fit. I not like ready to go play in the NFL again, fit, but he was, he was pretty fit. And I didn't realize he used to play basketball when he was younger. Hindsight, it makes sense. Most athletes do that. But he, the only way I could somewhat keep up with him is if I pushed and shoved and really just like put my elbow in his back and everything like that. That's all I could do. That's all I had. That's all I had. He beat me with ease. But it was fun. It's something I can say I did. I've I've got my ass handed to me in basketball by a former, uh, you know, NFL uh was he a, yeah he was a lineman and then uh I got my ribs broken by a former uh offensive lineman as well so multiple Super Bowl champions have have beat me in different types of sports <laughs> so so it's interesting hey hey what's on your resume <laughs> uh I also raced Alfred once in the parking lot at 1043 the fan And at the time, I didn't have any injuries. I didn't have a screwed up knee and I didn't have a screwed up hip. But we raced each other. Alfred's super freaking fast off the line. You say go, he will beat you. It doesn't matter. He's just quick. And that comes from his years of playing D-line, right? But the problem is, is after that. So he smokes me off the line and then I'm, I'm making you know, making up the distance and I'm starting, I'm starting to pass him. And then he like shoves me into a car. (laughs) Thankfully I didn't get hurt, but it was so funny. I'm like, who threw, like you just threw me into a car or tossed me into a car. No, I didn't. I was like, I was beating you. No, you weren't. (laughs) That's funny. Good times. Alfred's a good dude. I love Alfred. One of my favorite people in the world. Just just a good person. But anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. If you could, please make, uh, if you could, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, if you want to help support me, support Sugar Fire in Westminster. Again, they're off 144th and Orchard Parkway in, in Westminster on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. Amazing barbecue. Go in there. I think I still have some of my DeHuff Uncensored stickers lying around. If they're not, let me know, and I'll, I'll go I'll go chuck a bunch over there. But a uh, great place to, to grab lunch or dinner. Like I said, it's great for your family or just even a date night. But uh, big thanks to them, Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys have an amazing day. I'm off to the Boondocks uh, little theme park, whatever it's called. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a, a blast. It should be a lot of fun. If my favorite thing to do 
is getting in those go-karts and, and just, just crushing people. Running people off the road is, 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 is my goal. <laughs> is my goal. And my goal actually is to get kicked out of the park. <laughs> that's, that's, it, it makes it fun. It does. Except for the people I run into. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.